0: back to the mars cast thank you for returning i'm your host bringing in episode five milo i'm back with my partner my co-pilot the trusted associate the trusted right hand man the man with the plan big josh
1: Uh, I thought you were going to say I'm the always excitable.
0: (laughs) The always excitable, the happy to be here, fun loving guy, Big Josh, how do you feel? How do you do?
1: It's good to be back and you know, I I just always want to have a good time.
0: I want to fucking talk about shit. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to go back into it. We took a little bit of a hiatus, but it was a investment, so to speak. If you noticed, we uh, made a couple of changes. So on release day for our last episode, uh, episode four, we switched it up. We noticed we have a a good following now. So we switched it up kind of through a curveball. We wanted to see what the input would be like if we recorded and then released in the evening rather than releasing in the morning so we did that Uh, i think we're probably going to stick to releasing in the morning if we can and then uh we actually i did i went back and i i removed uh my setup and i built myself a recording studio so believe it or not there may be a video of this and you may actually see the setup of the studio that i put together just for you guys just for the show just to make sure that we have quality That was the name of the goal, quality control. So we are back. Thank you for putting up with us.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. The new place looks badass. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what we
0: can do with it. Yep. Every single episode we do, our objective is to improve the pod. Should we call it the pod? Should we call it the show? The pod show? You
1: know, I don't think it matters what we call it because we have such a good time doing it. You know, and we just want to keep on kicking ass.
0: Precisely. So, a couple of things happened these last uh, couple of weeks that we wanted to make sure we at least touched on. Um, How do you feel, man? What's What's new on your radar? You know, uh, what have you noticed? Shit
1: had been feeling a little tense. um, No matter what facet of life I was talking about, I mean. You know, the podcast, we want to do the best we can. Family-wise, shit's, you know, just uh, touch and go. We just want to make sure everybody is safe and happy. And number one thing, we don't want to let anybody down with the show. So we want to make it as best as we can. And, you know, it can get stressful, but it's the good kind of stress that gets you um, to an objective you want to, uh, you know,
0: meet. Exactly. I take this show very personally. It is my baby. I'm sure you can agree with that. Oh, hell yes. So, we're slapping our face on this. We're slapping our names on it. We don't just half ass anything in our lives. So, that's why it's been kind of heavy for us. We, you know, we we want to make sure that it's uh it's just a good product, bottom line. So, once again, we're back. We brought episode five straight from the studio. That's right. We now have a studio. And you know what else, man? Um, we got to do this together in, in a studio together. Do you, would you want to do that one day? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that would be the main
1: goal we want to shoot uh, for every week. It's just at this point, there's a few things I need to uh, happen before I can start meeting up uh, in person, you know? Uh, yeah. There's a few yeah. things going on in life. Uh, more to come on that.
0: Yeah, you got some things cooking, so to speak. <laughs> big things in the works. Uh, lots of big, big stuff coming this way. I am sick of isolation.
1: Oh, dude. Can I talk I, about that? You know, every day you're talking about, um, you know, how just disgusted you are with having to be quarantined. It's almost like seeing a caged animal just wanting freedom every fucking day.
0: Yeah, I can't take it anymore. Um, I, I miss you, man.
1: No, I know. You know, we used to have uh blast at the gym, you know, just meet up, uh, have some drinks. Like, I would have loved to go watch that movie with you uh, that you just went to go check out. But, you know, like I said, I have a few things that need to happen. But eventually it'll be back, you know.
0: Yep, and we did flirt with the idea of adding uh, guest speakers, so we have some interest in that. Um, maybe we can uh, you know when when it's time, uh, we will have a, a large studio setup. We'll all sit, have a round table, talk some uh, memories, and have a good time. So yeah, bottom line, you know I'm just'm I'm, d- I'm doing the best that I can with uh isolation but i just i'm i'm growing fatigued
1: yeah i like how you call it isolation but literally you know we still have the internet we have video games we have so much technology at our fingertips could you imagine what it could have been like back in like the fucking 1700s and shit
0: with the bubonic plague
1: yeah like that's total isolation
0: they didn't have, they didn't, um, it was like uh, flying blind, dude. They didn't know what was going on. People were just dropping dead by the thousands. Uh, so that mu- that must have been interesting. They didn't, did they quarantine back then?
1: Well, not even that. They would uh, send doctors to your house and do a bleeding on you. They'd like cut your fucking yeah. shit open and they'd bleed you a gallon of blood out.
0: Yeah, they have the guys with a long um, snout. What were those guys? Uh, the, the, the the plague prince, the, uh,
1: the plague
0: uh, sensor. Yeah, the plague doctor with all of yeah, his yeah. Uh, berries and and uh, and herbs uh, uh, in his nose.
1: Yeah, and the most famous of all was Nostradamus, who I'd like to uh, you know have a
0: segment about at one point. Okay, so you're saying it could be worse.
1: Oh, definitely. Oh, if this stupid shit we're going through had to kill. Uh, percentage of even 15, 20 percent, oh man, you would not be complaining about that.
0: Really? I'm just, you know, I'm not even a social butterfly. I hate people. (laughs) (laughs) I hate everyone. But it's getting to me, man. Uh, So yeah, um, you know, that's just checking the temperature of how I feel at this moment. I'm just, you know, I miss my friends, man. I I just want
1: to... I just want to step in and say I don't think Milo hates people. Every, he doesn't hate people. He hates, um, <laughs> I think it's more of like a society issue. You know, P- humanity is kind of an
0: asshole. And, you know, In general, yeah. So, I mean, so in a way it's like good to be away from everyone. But then, like you said, in a way I'm not because I see everyone online and, uh, acting a fool and, and doing stupid shit. And that pisses me off because I'm stuck inside and I can't go help with that.
1: Yeah, I'm just thankful to have what we have, the ability to still do a podcast for my home when I can't exactly step out and be as social as, uh, you know, somebody else.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of uh, people going out, right, so we had to bring this up. What kind of paranormal society podcast would we be? If we didn't bring up that uh, UFO from the uh, New Jersey, was it in New Jersey, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Exactly.
1: Okay. Um, I tell you what, there was a bunch of mixed, uh, you know, reports on this. I, I was excited to see it first off. I mean, it blew my mind. Um, it, it was so stunning to the point where a mutual buddy of ours um, he sent us the video after we had been talking about it all day and he's like did you guys see this shit because he couldn't believe it
0: yeah is he a skeptical man or does he does he buy in
1: no I, I just need to point out that this guy is the one who's seen a ghost in the forest he's seen like demon demonic kinds of shit and you can quote me on this. He told me a tale about an uncle of his who lives in Mexico that got abducted by something called Duendes. We'll talk about that at a different time. Hopefully, we can have him on the show to tell us about it. But um, yeah, I mean, he, he's a good guy. Shout out!
0: But shout out to uh, to Josh, J Rod. Exactly. Yeah, he was on that, um, that text uh, group chat, and we were talking about this fucking UFO that was floating, just chilling in uh, New Jersey. You know, massive aerial object. Um, it's a blimp, dude. It was a blimp. So that's what they said. And at first,
1: I was like, okay, yeah, I'm sure it could be a fucking blimp. But then once I took another look at it, you know, I, I focused real good on the video, the multiple angles – It had blue pulsating light in there and on every other footage you see of this fucking blimp, it doesn't look like a fucking UFO. It looks like a goddamn
0: blimp. It was the the Goodyear tire blimp, right? They were doing a flyover for the fucking
1: Exactly. And how many times have you seen that?
0: Well, the blimp or a situation. Yeah, the blimp.
1: The blimp itself, you know, you've seen it a hundred times, whether it's on TV. I think we've even seen it a couple times um, at like the D backs game, you know. Um, but this specific video, it had it had a suspicion about it. I mean, it was just like oozing insanity. It just the the lights, the the mood it was putting out.
0: You know why this video was so. Um... Made me so uncomfortable, and it did make me stop and go. "Mm, uh, Maybe, you know what made me feel that way? What was the biggest thing about it? The fact that people were pulling over on the side of the road in massive like waves. So, like you said, I've seen a blimp before, and oh, cool, you know, something you don't see every day. But the fact that like entire like streets were like pulled over with cars. Oh yeah, like people in parking
1: lots you know yeah and multiple angles of this thing and then i I, i'm just gonna say it it could have been a cover up because there were you know sightings of this object in the sky and then the next day there was also videos of something that's clearly a fucking blimp so i feel like yeah the blimp may have been there but the object we're talking about in this one video that wasn't no fucking goddamn blimp
0: I'm on the fence. You know, the only reason why it makes me feel like it was legit was because of the, again, maybe hysteria. You know, maybe maybe going back on what we were talking about at the introduction of this episode, um, people are cooped up, you know, and they're outside and they're kind of testing the waters and, and you know going and and doing social shit they've been stuck inside so long they see this massive object in the sky there's fucking conspiracy theories everywhere you fucking go uh every fucking twitter feed or fucking instagram there's the post about this or that or you know so people are like in conspiracy mode time now which is good but it makes you wonder like why are people waking up and, and and at least considering the possibility that this is a UFO? So in a way, uh, I'm glad that this happened. But um, I still think it was a fucking blimp. I don't know. I just I don't know what to think.
1: I get you. And, you know, with all the dis info that's out there, it's tough to make a decision. And at the same time, who knows, maybe it was a fucking blimp. But I had just never seen it with a pulsating blue light on it. It was insane to me. And the thing about the blimp idea, when you see it, you can see Goodyear blimp. I mean, you can see the name. The whole point is that you can see the name on the side of the blimp, no matter what angle you look at it. You know, The whole point is it's advertisement. But on this object, did you see the name on it?
0: I didn't. I just saw this massive flickering, pulsing light and just this wave uh, or this silver shining object. So, i s- <laughs> it. They debunked it. I don't know. I don't know. People forgot about it instantly. Nobody's talking about it yep, anymore. Yep, moving on. Uh, you know what else people fucking don't care about? That they should? The the life on uh, on Venus. Yeah. Um, and, uh, potential life on Venus. Exactly. You
1: know, it, it was a long time coming. Um, I think we touched on it in the last episode, even, you know. But let's face the facts with scientific evidence of phosphine being found in the atmosphere, the only way we know that it can be created is by way of a living organism, whether it's microscopic, whether it's some. Unimaginable, demonic-looking alien. It doesn't really matter. We just know that something had to make it. If not, it's a new process of the creation of phosphine, and that's
0: still big in itself. You know. Agreed. I mean, either way, it's it's a big deal. Uh, I saw the news that there was uh, this big announcement coming soon um, that we we may have uh, potential life life on Venus. And I'm like, oh, well, Venus isn't that's like the most uninhabitable fuck one of the worst possible environments as far as we know uh so what is it basically a a, a giant storm on this rock you know well well,
1: technically what you want to call it uh like the scientific term even is a hellscape just because the atmosphere is made up of sulfuric acid they have volcanoes that spew like molten lead that kind of thing because of its proximity to the sun and the fact that they pick up like, um, basically the shit of microbes, which is this phosphine product. Um, you know, it's astounding to think, holy shit, we may not be alone, but just like anything else that needs a lot of attention, the next day, nobody's talking about it.
0: Nobody. You know, people are more concerned with fucking Mulan, the live-action flick. You know? Or they're more concerned with whatever uh, fucking politics are happening or whatever the fuck uh, socially is happening, which is very important. I'm not taking away from that, I promise. I'm on your side. But this is also big news, too. That just kind of washed into nothing, and now nobody cares. So... Welcome to the United States of America. Um, I don't know if uh, globally, I don't think globally anybody gives a shit that there's possible life on Venus. And that's disappointing to me because this is the shit that we fucking live for. Um, We, as the Mars cast, believe once we all challenge ourselves and question things, uh, this will help us be better fucking human beings. Yeah. You know, instead of bickering, yeah, right?
1: I just feel like if more people could focus on something like this, an objective that's bigger than ourselves and bigger than the little life we lead on this planet, it's going to bring everybody closer. And, you know, that can only lead to good.
0: Yeah, if we're all on the same page, if we all have a goal, if we all, you know, let's say... um You know, I I don't know what Elon Musk is up to these days, but he has this uh, Mars mission that he's working on. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, uh, you know, maybe he should look into Venus also, you know, and then maybe uh, if not him or or maybe down the road in the future, 20, 30, 40 years, 50 years from now, uh, we can look into Venus. But it just it seems like nobody's making that push. Yeah. You know, you mentioned... Um, You know, not to put you on the spot, but I know you're not a big fan of NASA for some reason, but I'm okay with them, I guess, but uh, that's besides the point, you know, I I just want funding for space travel, I want funding for exploration, and I want humanity to focus on the bigger picture, but I'm afraid in my lifetime, we're not going to see that sort of push. I mean, we're going to need a huge event basically to happen where uh, I don't think it's going to happen regardless, but we would need a big event to happen for us to be on the same page. But I don't see any event happening in the near future that would get people to do that.
1: Exactly. And let me clarify why I don't like NASA. Like many things in society, the idea of it, I'm 100% behind. Like you said. You want to explore. You want a society that brings, uh, you know, the topic of space travel into the public eye. But like everything else out there, once politics and money get involved, things like NASA just become corrupt. There's evidence of people who work with NASA, you know, um, photoshopping details out of certain pictures of the moon. Um, on some of the explorations to Jupiter. There's legitimate evidence that NASA has tampered it and not released information to us. And that's the kind of bullshit that these big um, companies do that pisses me off and it makes me lose my faith and trust in him.
0: Okay, so let me let me challenge you Maya, on this. Okay, so I want to hear your input on, on this, right? So, okay, so NASA wants to hold back information on one thing but then the pentagon uh openly admitted to being aware of basically what are they called the direct energy weapons uh, dews so this is a big deal right um kind of freestyling this uh incident here uh basically two weeks ago the pentagon um flat out admitted that yep we know that um russia and china have uh what were they uh, the, the the uh the i don't know his name um, i'm sorry a uh, big deal for the pentagon uh for the uh, he's a secretary of defense right um he came out and he said yes we know that russia and china have what essentially are like fucking death star lasers right i mean if you want to bring it down to that level like they you know they have satellites in space that can basically shoot laser beams uh pin with pinpoint accuracy uh that's fucking scary but we didn't need to know about that did we yeah so did we did, was that information necessary to know
1: and th- keep in mind this is something that has been going on since the 50s uh and um satellite weaponry almost bankrupted the United States uh, through all of their um, um, attempts to try to get this to succeed. You know, everybody's always said, oh, they never stopped looking into it. But, you know, it was never confirmed until about a week and a half ago, I think it was, when they just came out and said, yep, um, these countries have it. And then it starts to make you think, um, why did they want to make like a space division Of the United States military, you know, um, why is it important that we start looking into alternatives like supersonic weaponry to shoot down missiles, this kind of thing? um, They let you know about it. Because there's some there's a reason we need to know, you know,
0: well, they dropped it so casually, that is what disturbed me. So and notice how they didn't flat out say Russia and China, they said Moscow and Beijing. Like, what is the difference? Like, why did they Yikes. build it? An... So it's like some Cold War like secret message shit uh, that they kind of blurted out there, which was fucking insane. So the Pentagon will flat out admit that, but then NASA will go back and hide things. From societies,
1: so. yeah, and you know they they give you a little piece of the puzzle, and I don't know if they want you to figure it out or they think, okay, we've given them enough. Let's step back and see what comes of it, because hey, maybe there was a threat, and they just wanted to say, hey, at least we told you about it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of concerning,
1: well, but you know, um, no matter what, when politics and money get involved, shit gets corrupt.
0: Yeah, well, switching gears. I'll tell you what they didn't give us enough of. The fucking PS4 or PS5 and fucking Xbox pre-orders. Time out, time out. Can you hear my daughter freaking out in the background?
1: Not even a bit. Okay. One point earlier on, a little bit.
0: Okay, because she's, it's like super Oh, I got
1: you. I got a little bit. Can you hear her? just a bit but it's good okay
0: i don't know what the fuck's going on
1: want me to stop it there and then we can pick it up
0: uh no we're good okay just i'm just trying to like control it
1: no it's good okay i have a little bit but it's not bad
0: yeah because she's like i mean i'm good but i just want to make sure that we're we are like golden
1: yeah um let me make sure we're still recording yeah just
0: we're good no pressure Okay, We're so on to the game news. On to the game news. Switching gears. All right, so, Josh, I'm pissed. Guys,
1: guys, let me just uh, let preface this whole uh, segment by saying Milo has been salty. He's been mad. It's been kind of enjoyable to watch, to be honest. But let's let Milo explain what's going on.
0: You know what really grinds my gears? Chap. You know what really pisses me You know what really chaps my ass? <laughs> huh? Do you want to know what just <laughs> fucking throws me over the edge? Do um, you want You probably know cuz you know me well. But do you did you know nothing makes me more angry than wanting something so fucking bad that you can taste it and you decide you know what I'm gonna fucking take the financial hit I don't care you know if I had to play catch up if I had to cut some corners if I had to tighten my belt if I need to sell some shit on fucking offer up if I need to I don't fucking know whatever it takes man do you know what it means to whatever it takes something and (laughs) decide in your mind that this is what you want and you're going to get it and then you don't get it because (laughs) there's nothing you can fucking do about it do you know what that's like
1: oh guys um, I know Milo's asking me a question but it's too funny to see him melting down about this
0: (laughs) I really really wanted to get the PS5 god damn it On the first few episodes, I believe I fucking stood on the hill. I stood on the soapbox and I said, yeah, that's what I'm gonna get, man. You know, it's all good. I'll get it. It's whatever, you know, decided to get the PS5 pre-orders went live uh, about a week ago and pretty much instantly fucking sold out, like never had a chance. I didn't know that pre-orders went live. I missed it by like, I don't know, like an hour gone fucking no chance. Okay, well, it wasn't meant to be. Well, come to find out um the Xbox also went live with their pre-orders as well. You know what? If I don't get the PS5, that's cool. I can settle, you know, I'll just get the Xbox. Same bullshit. Woke up, fucking had my bank account ready. I had all my my fucking login information ready. I was ready. I was fucking ready, ready to get that fucking Xbox sold out pretty much instantly. No chance in hell. Like, what is going on with that, dude? Like, I'm a fan. I'm a real fan, man. And it's fucking... They made it damn near impossible for, for real fucking fans to get what they need. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, you know, just um, the big thing this cycle going around people with bots they have automated botting systems to buy out any of this new tech new video games coming out on the spot so they could just turn around and sell them on ebay at double triple whatever the cost they want and you know it's it's bullshit but at the same time i don't know like i'm sick of watching this kind of shit go down especially when you can't go wait in line because of this stupid fucking pandemic going on to like place one in person you know
0: yeah it's some may say that it is uh capitalism at its finest supply and demand you know hey we got the product you got the money let's go but dude some of these fucking pre- like a pre-order, dude. Not even the actual system, like just you can go to eBay right now, search PS5 pre-order, $800, $900. Dude, what do fuck these people? You know what? I went through the same bullshit when I was uh buying merchandise for my gym. With the pandemic, people were uh, working out indoors more often. Uh so they were stocking up on like dumbbells, fucking barbells, plates, all that bullshit. Dude, it was the same thing. Like, people are just fucking buying it out and then reselling it at fucking double, triple the fucking price. I got fucked. Uh, I really wanted to get that uh, something, but now I have to just wait like everybody else. Um, I was pretty excited because uh, right before the uh, Xbox uh, pre-orders went live, um, Bethesda actually uh, was bought out by Microsoft. For seven point five billion, with a B, as in Bravo, billion dollars, seven point five billion dollars. Yeah, I was on board.
1: And yeah, you know that was like the biggest transaction in vi- video gaming history. The fact that this one company got bought out by Microsoft. Everybody knows Microsoft. You know, not a lot of people know the names behind the video games of who makes them and whatnot, but. Um, Just to the layman, this one company that Microsoft bought, they are known to put out some of the best video games on the planet. In the history of mankind, these guys put out amazing titles. But it's this kind of thing that always makes me uh, you know, take a look at Milo and have a good time. He's always talking about, oh, I'm a Sony guy. Oh, I'm going to get that PlayStation 5. I'm always going to be a Sony fanboy. Like, you can, guys can go back and listen to episodes one and two with Milo talking about Sony, and he's the biggest fan. But, man, that day that Xbox was going to go on sale, oh, he was fired up to get
0: that new Xbox. Well, yeah, I switch sides fast. Uh, you know, I just, I just I don't want to feel left out, man. You know, I want to I be a part of it, you know. I want to I be uh, day one with uh with everyone you know i don't like I, I don't know if it's uh my upbringing you know i just i don't you know but uh yeah unfortunately i gotta fucking wait for it to just restock like some normal fucking person and hope for the best with everyone everyone else and uh yeah i was pretty bummed dude i was looking forward to that uh all the bethesda shit you know uh, i just this transaction was bigger. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Disney spend less on Star Wars than Microsoft did for Bethesda?
1: Exactly.
0: It... Um, so this was massive.
1: Yeah, so prior to this, the uh, biggest transaction in video game technology history was uh, Microsoft buying um, that one kid's game, Minecraft. Fucking rare. And that was, oh, no, it was... Minecraft. That was 25 billion dollars to buy a single game but what they went and yeah. did uh added a cool five billion on top of that and now they have the makers of you know eight of the biggest franchises of all time
0: yeah um my bad i didn't mean to cut you off but you're just you're right uh, microsoft bought uh minecraft or mo what is it mojang or whatever mo- yeah. whatever i don't even know how to pronounce 2. it 2.5 oh.
1: billion at that uh transaction
0: that's insane and so that happened you know i actually i cut you off uh because i got so excited because i thought you were going to mention microsoft purchasing uh rare uh the company behind uh banjo kazooie and fucking what like perfect uh, dark and all that bull and they bought uh, them right
1: yeah and back then you know it was nowhere close to this kind of money though
0: yeah and you know what uh, microsoft did buy them and they fucked it all up they didn't like all those games were trash dude i remember uh being so disappointed so hopefully that happens again hopefully microsoft uh, bought fucking bethesda and it's gonna blow up in everyone's face and then i can look back and be like yeah that's right so but, i
1: don't know i i still feel like if an xbox uh comes close to you you'll pick it up
0: (laughs) yeah i I will hopefully uh at the normal price i'm not i refuse to fucking make somebody rich over this bullshit so (sighs) south park the pandemic episode oh
1: yeah we knew it was gonna happen i've been waiting to see what they can do i'm excited man you know anytime there's a big uh situation going down uh south park has to you know, dip their toes in that water. They need to see what's going on. And I can always appreciate, for the most part, uh, the spin they take on things.
0: South Park just fucking nails everything. Like, you know what? I think uh, for, like, future historians, uh, I think they should study South Park episodes to see, like, the real take on really fucking bad situations. Like, they somehow make everything like terrible thing. Like some things are just so awful. Like we will never even bring them up on the show. Uh, the South park can get away with it because they're like cute little kids in fucking Colorado. And it's lovable characters that we've all grown up with. And like, just, it's so insane how much shit they can get away with. So it'll be interesting to see how they touch on what we've all been going society with, the pandemic I'm not sure what they're gonna do I'm not sure what kind of uh, buttons they're gonna push but I for one can't fucking wait so um, on the next episode we will probably give you our take on what we thought so keep that in mind and stay tuned for that uh, that I wanted to bring up was the uh, It's so fucking random and it's so off the wall It has nothing to do with our show tonight and the topics that we're bringing up, but I just have to drop it in there, and I have to bring up this. Did you know that they are working on a sequel to The Passion of the Christ?
1: Okay, when you told me this, you know, I was stunned, to say the least. I'm like, um... There's not much you can add to what's already been told. <laughs> I I just don't NGO. know why. The, I just don't know why the fuck that's necessary. I mean, I get it. Some people need like a spiritual kick in the ass, but at the same time, go back and watch what's already out.
0: <laughs> the The original uh, Passion of the Christ. Lord forgive me, uh, but that movie was definitely a kick in the ass. And I, did you watch it? you know i did to an
1: extent i, I it's i pulled up milo i would like to say you know i just saw all the b- main parts and like to assume i know the whole movie but at the same time um what i did see is the south park take on it and i think that told me enough
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so uh south park did touch on that I, if i if you guys want to look that up uh we'll leave it at that so So The Passion of the Christ, I remember watching um, with my mom and, you know, my mom is uh, super into all that stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. That must have
1: been a good time. Huh?
0: Yeah, it was a bad idea. (laughs) Like The Passion of the Christ is probably, you know, uh, to give you guys a hint, um, we're going to talk about uh, basically just brutal, bloody horror movies uh, for the month of October. The Passion of the Christ might actually fit in there now that I think about it.
1: Oh, I mean, uh, it, it's it's horrifying, but big shout out to Jim Caviezel, who played uh, JC in that movie.
0: Jim Caviezel, who was known for being struck by lightning on the set of The Passion of the Christ Part 1. <laughs> uh, so he's coming back, I guess. Um, he made some sort of announcement that uh, Mel Gibson sent him i'm not making this up i promise i promise uh mel gibson sent him the draft for the script and the screenplay for the sequel so look out for that uh you know i'll leave it as it is uh i won't i will not touch that topic but uh yeah coming soon A direct sequel to the passion of the christ 2. um great director i love screen
1: i love me some mel Uh, gibson dude
0: yeah mel gibson uh we are big fans uh i think my favorite mel gibson uh flick that he created was apocalypto mine too Um, mine too and we talk about that movie a lot uh (laughs) so very very uh interesting to see how they're gonna bring um the passion of the christ to uh You know, uh, the mind just kind of goes random there. Uh, I just hope that
1: this time, uh, Jesus is back to kick ass.
0: Your mind kind of goes there, doesn't (laughs) it? Yeah, dude. So, like, they they know what they're doing with that. Um, I am not touching this with a fucking 5,000 foot fucking stick. So, uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but that's where the mind goes, and I'm going to agree with you there. Uh... Halloween (laughs) is coming. So by the time this episode drops, fucking October, the best time of the year. By the time this episode drops, we will be in the month of October. It will be the first of five action-packed horror-spectacular episodes episodes uh so we want to just jump into that immediately and we want to talk about the scary the weird the paranormal the frightening and we want to begin by just going over what makes halloween special to you and i right
1: yeah definitely you know yeah definitely you know so technically halloween is the biggest holiday in my life a you know it's my birthday so we're talking about um i was supposed to be born late november late november uh you know december however my mom got attacked by a uh a a bunch of wasps and because she had anaphylactic shock i ended up being born on halloween so with that being told um I love me Halloween, and it's always been part of who I am.
0: I did not know that. So I'm really glad you made it. That could have been fucking terrible. Uh, See how I man, Your mom's a trooper for that.
1: Yeah, but it makes a lot of sense now that you know me, huh?
0: Yeah, well, we always laugh about it, that you're basically the prince of fucking darkness. (laughs) uh, And you're, you know, you're fucking, of course you were fucking born on Halloween. Like, of course you are like of course like it just fucking it's too good to be true yeah yeah so fucking halloween man i'm all about it i'm all about the change in the weather um i believe i brought this up uh last episode um but we wanted to bring up um we just wanted to kind of freestyle um certain movies that we appreciate so if you guys follow us on instagram um we're gonna drop a bunch of different uh posts uh we're shooting for a 31 days of halloween special uh, so be on the lookout for that every day. We're going to just drop uh, movies that we enjoy. Yeah. De- uh, that we like to watch yeah. around this time of year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, you know, um, so by the time this episode's on, it, it we should have a couple posts. So I think two posts by then. So 31 days, you know, take the suggestions. We'll give you guys movies that don't fucking blow. Well, unless, you know, it's good kind of blow. And um, on top of that, we have another situation we'll be doing on the next five upcoming episodes.
0: That's right. So um, as a bonus, we are going since we're dropping five episodes in October, um, we want to take the time to really dive into our five personal uh, favorite scary movies of all time. And uh, starting to starting now, starting right the fuck now. We're going to start... Just fucking Let's do it. So, uh, take the hit, man. What's your pick?
1: Well, um, just like many things in life, uh, we could not come to a determination. We couldn't agree on number five. So, um, we both kind of have a pick here. My personal number five scariest movie of all time, The Descent. Have you seen this?
0: I have. And I remember... Um being very uncomfortable by it.
1: Yeah, so the big thing for me, this is why I don't go watch movies by myself. This was the first and only time I went to a movie theater to watch it. There was maybe, you know, five, six people max in an entire theater to watch this movie. But let's just start off. First 10 minutes, maybe even less, they do the social faux pas Of showing a kid dive. Which is terrible. And that sets off a chain reaction. Where the mom of this child. Basically has nothing else to live for. Her friends. And then a few. I I think it's like a few months later. um, Her group of friends. Convince her. Hey let's go cave diving. So you know. They go spelunking down. Inside a deep fucking cave. And throughout that whole movie the the main theme is claustrophobia. And that has been something that has poisoned my mind since I was a little kid. I hate closed spaces with no fucking light. And in that movie, there's people getting stuck between two walls and they can't fucking move in pitch black. Then on top of that, there's like fucking monstrous demons that dwell in the darkness who start fucking chasing them down. I think it was yeah. just like the whole situation it affected me so badly that, you know, it creeps me out.
0: Yeah, you know what? I for I have to rewatch it. Um that's right. The kid dies in the beginning. And that was I remember being like, oh, that's like super fucked up. Yeah, you and, don't see um, it much.
1: You don't see that kind of thing much in film, and for them to show it, um it's it sets the tone of the movie that it's helpless once you go down into the darkness
0: yeah yeah i remember and it's very like close quarters very shaky kind of shit right
1: yeah and at one point uh the main character uh well well second thing that happens that's terrifying is there's like a small uh cave in and this bitch gets a compound fracture and the bones fucking jetting out of her fucking uh, body. And that bothers me. The idea of breaking a bone so bad that, you know, it pops out of the skin. And then the next big scene, the main character falls into a pool of blood and bones. I don't know, man. Just the claustrophobia. It, it fucked me up.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do remember that. And I, you know what's scary about The Descent? Like, this can happen (laughs) like people that go uh you know spelunking and like cave diving dude are fucking insane um that's probably why this movie is and i agree with you uh, a thousand percent on this um i do need to rewatch it again and that's kind of the the goal of our um, discussions you know we want to talk about movies if i haven't seen it i want you i want you to tell me why i should see it and uh the other way around so you're actually making me want to see the descent again definitely. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah, so um, yeah.
1: S- and just to finish it off, it's one of those cool movies. It has multiple endings to check out, and really, one doesn't uh, fit better than the other. It's like
0: your own interpretation. I do remember that. I, I remember that. So, did they ever make a Descent 2?
1: Um, I hope to God they didn't. I kind of remember seeing something about it. But I don't know if that actually happened.
0: Okay, okay, good deal. So, thank you for that. Um, my pick is uh, you guys. It's kind of a it's kind of an oddball kind of a pick, but it did fuck me up when I was younger. Uh, so, if you guys haven't seen it, um, the Twilight Zone movie. I know what you're thinking, like that stupid fucking movie from the '80s with like the fucking special the special effects. But no. Like that movie, fucked my shit up. Uh, I remember um, the the introduction. Remember that with uh, Dan Aykroyd and the other super famous actor from those old days. Um, I forget his name. Like and, they're in the. It's like an ambulance, right?
1: Well, not not yet, not yet. So at the beginning, they're in a car going down a road, and Dan Aykroyd's playing that joke, like, "Oh, I'm gonna flick my lights on and off, make it look like." shit's not taking out the lights and they're playing midnight special damn good song and um but yeah so it, it begins with that and then it brings on a bunch of short uh acts throughout the movie
0: and right which is right right uh which is why i do like it uh because it's like different like small tales um i will say that i don't like all of them so the first uh what should you call it episode or segment of the movie yeah definitely was uh what was it the first one was about the uh the racist guy right the the dude that was like a total dick uh and he was like super like extremely racist like just terrible like fucking guy he somehow gets like transported into uh world war 2 era uh Nazi Germany
1: yeah so so the basic premise of this segment was a guy who had just lost a promotion at his job to a person of color i believe it was but either way he's getting shit-faced you know just taking the booze down like a dog and he's pissed off just shouting shit out and eventually everybody at the bar gets sick of him and they toss him out but as soon as he passes the threshold he's in nazi germany and he's been marked as a person of jewish faith
0: yeah so now he's uh basically getting a taste of his own medicine and it's like super fucked up um not really uh it's not like this horror thing you know but it's like really fucked up like keep in mind guys uh i watched this movie when i was like way too fucking young like i was a kid and i don't even understand the concept of fucking at the time i don't understand the holocaust the holocaust of them forget it i don't have a clue i'm a child but you know i'm watching this movie and now this guy is like getting chased down by these like fucking soldiers um you know the another reason why this movie kind of bothers me is because the actor is very much known uh for um well, well another
1: well let look, before we go into that um so on top of him going through the nazi germany sequence he goes into like the south during bad times and you know there's that bad group down there chasing people around on horses with torches so he goes through that and then there was supposed to be a final segment of him in vietnam and then that segues into what milo's about to say and this puts a twist on the filming of the entire movie and it's terrifying to mention
0: yeah so um yeah so help me explain this so Uh, This movie, uh, unfortunately, is very much known for being um, a part of a extremely catastrophic um, just fucking accident on the set. Uh, Long story short, the uh, main actor uh, of the segment, rest in peace, I don't know his name off the top of my head, Uh, and I believe children, right? Yes, he was. Not one kid, but two. So
1: so in the final uh, piece of this episode, he was supposed to pick up two children in Vietnam. And, and once again, he's going through different personas. So uh, in the first one, he's in Nazi Germany. The next one, he's in uh, the South uh, being chased. And in the final one they were supposed to shoot, he was supposed to be part of the people in Vietnam being shot, out, shot at by soldiers. He picks up two children on his shoulders and he's kind of going through like a swamp kind of thing. And that's mm-hmm. when the malfunction happened. With one of the helicopters on set,
0: yeah, one of the helicopters uh, basically dropped and uh, chopped the uh, decapitated the the the, the, the actors uh, like all three of them, unfortunately. So it's really sad um, that that happened. Uh, but it, it adds to the to the um, the terrible feeling that you get um, if you go back and watch the movie, just kind of like knowing what happened.
1: Yeah, the mystique. Oh. Um, is definitely upped to a level that most films don't even come close to and you know it wasn't supposed to happen and the director of that segment his name is John Landis um, amazing director known for American Werewolf in London and many other uh, films but man just the thought of that happening in what was supposed to be the first uh, segment of that film you know, it casts a dark light on the remaining, uh, segments.
0: Correct. And, uh, John, John, is it Jonathan Landis or John Landis? John Landis. John Landis. Shout out to John Landis, uh, also known for directing Thriller. The, uh, Uh, Michael Michael Jackson Jackson
1: zombies. uh, Yeah.
0: yeah, Yes. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to him. Uh, he was very, very talented, uh, for the time. Uh, and then, you know, there's some other, uh, pieces, the movie uh so there's another segment in there directed by Stevens. so another cool thing about this movie uh is every episode was kind of directed by um, um famous he- directors of the time S- yeah so uh steven spielberg directed the next one which it wasn't it didn't really match the tone of the movie right? it, they were like uh, this old old people
1: honestly it was the biggest piece of shit in that movie about a well I think I've come to appreciate it more now that we've grown older. But as a kid, I was like, what the fuck is this doing in here? But, you know, it's a tale of old folks living at a home, chasing down their youth and wanting to be young again, which I can appreciate now. But back then I was like, get this shit out of here. Let me fast forward that fucking VCR and get to the next one because it's good as fuck.
0: Yeah, I want to see the fucking kid with the fucking telekinetic telekinetic fucking powers. Uh, That's what I want to see. I don't want to see a bunch of fucking old people turning into kids. I want to see the kid with the fucking, uh, the demonic fucking powers uh, who's like tormenting his fucking family with uh, mental powers. Um, This this actually was spoofed. Um, Another reason why I like this movie is because it was spoofed by like the Simpsons. So you know, remember the Simpsons kind of kind of did play on it with like the the mental powers yes. uh, for one of their treehouse of horror episodes. And,
1: yeah, exactly. So everybody's done a spin-, spin off of it, but just to go back a little bit to backtrack, um, every single one of these episodes came from the old school Twilight Zone uh, TV series, and this specific one. Back in the old days, the actual episode was about a kid, His everything he wished came true. But, you know, as a child, sometimes you don't understand what you want or the implications of anything you wish to have. And yeah. um, in the movie, the updated version, I mean, every meal the kid wanted to eat was like ice cream and candy, you know? um the family had to put up with it
0: yeah and that episode actually i didn't like watching it when i was younger uh because of the uh the imagery like the special effects were like really gross it was like very uh and oh actually shout out to the director on this one uh, i believe he was the uh, director of gremlins right was he the same guy i believe steven
1: spielberg did the gremlins did not he
0: uh we we may have to go back and and, and check it um but th- long story short the uh when i was a kid all of the uh the visual special effects like claymation sh- shit and animatronic shit uh when you're growing up in the 80s as a kid like that shit is fucking creepy um so i remember what you know like cartoons into like real objects and well, he was, like, tormenting his fucking family with him. You so, remember that?
1: So what happened is um, he wished his older sister, who said, you know, I wish you were never born, I hate you kind of thing, he wished her into a cartoon. And through the yeah. cartoon, she was being chased by these demons and fucked-up-looking clowns with axes and shit. And she eventually yeah. gets killed in the cartoon.
0: Yeah, what the fuck dude that was so when you're keep in mind guys we were not supposed to be watching these movies at those ages oh no um what what would you say maybe like seven eight we're watching this shit oh dude at least seven or eight maybe five or six yeah so yeah that fucked me up and then the all-time uh very very popular uh segment which was uh spoofed by many many things also i'm damn sure this to uh, the episode with um, actor uh, John Lithgow in the airplane. What more can we say about that episode, right? Uh, The fucking demon on on the wing. Yeah, so,
1: so once again, this is something I saw as a kid that has plagued me to this day. Every time I have to fly anywhere, this episode pops up into my mind. So, do you want to tell the basic premise? Do you want me to do it?
0: Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, bring it up. So, you know, the actor, um, he's, he's a nervous wreck the whole time, right? He's, like, already worried about the fucking plane. It's, like, raining thunder, like, huge fucking storm outside.
1: he hates flying.
0: He hates flying. I fucking hate flying because of this fucking episode. Um, I've learned to cope with it um, over time. Uh, But yeah, dude, I actually, this episode, um, kind of the same reason why you don't like claustrophobia. Uh, I don't like fucking airplanes, dude, because I keep thinking about that goddamn fucking gremlin or fucking demon on the side of the fucking plane, like, tearing into the fucking engines and shit, dude. That shit was fucking terrifying.
1: Oh, yeah. So um, the whole time, he's looking out the window of the airplane, and he sees some creature in in this version, they made it look like a natural creature of some kind, but it's digging into the wing of the plane, fucking pulling out the wires. And this guy is the only one who's watching this happen. Meanwhile, he's trying to get people to help him out. He's telling everybody on the plane, there's something on the wing we need to land and nobody listens to him.
0: Nobody believes him, And, uh, you know, I, I can relate with that. Just like, guys, guys, you got to fucking see this. You guys have to read this. You guys have to b- fucking believe me. And uh, doesn't he end up, uh, he ends up like basically like going into like this nervous breakdown. And, he like, steals just... a
1: gun off of a cop in the plane. He blows out the side of the window. He's able to take a shot at the creature, but all it does comes up. It touches him in the face and then it flies away and, and so fucking when they eventually land everybody's like this guy went fucking mental and then what do they find on the wing of the plane but it like cut up by claws
0: yeah just shredded up fucking completely destroyed and but he like cracks right don't they like oh yeah they they, they pan down to him and he's like com- he's gone like he lost his fucking mind over this
1: but that's when uh the movie finishes up and john Lithout, the actor who had just had this mental breakdown watching a creature but in his own head he knows he saved everybody on that plane but what happens they take him into an ambulance and this is where it happens inside the ambulance when he's like i saved everybody the guy driving the ambulance is no other than The driver from the beginning of the movie, Dan Aykroyd, that's when he says, hey, you want to see something? And he turns into this monster and kills a guy who just survived the plane.
0: Oh, my God. So he went through all that, and then he fucking runs into demonic, zombie fucking Dan Aykroyd. (sighs) So good.
1: So, once again, if you watch it now, yeah, it's comical to a point. It's bad special effects. But as a kid, when you shouldn't have watched shit like that, it fucked up our whole life.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, for the month of October, we strongly recommend those two flicks. Um, I did have an honorable mention. You know, did you want to go into it real quick?
1: Well, I, I actually have two shout outs, though. Back in the old school Twilight Zone, the series back in the old days, black and white. The original actor who John Lithgow took the part of was William Shatner. They, the monster looked like a big fuzzy teddy bear kind of human on the wing of the plane, but amazing acting, just doing what they could back then. And then the second shout out is to my wife, because every time we have to fly down to Tennessee, wherever we have to go, she keeps me from fucking flipping out like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, so so that's why we fucking pick that movie because uh, it just, you know, it, it, it just changed us uh, into the people we are today. Exactly. You know, par- paranoid, terrified, weird shit. And um, definitely the unknown <laughs> of the Twilight Zone, dude. Like, it feels like we're in the Twilight Zone right now. Exactly. Um, I had an honorable mention, but, you know, we'll, we'll let the month of October just kind of, you know, we'll, 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 we'll let it kind of do its thing, you know. Um, coming soon. What do you have uh, planned you know, for the show? The, the show is about to
1: take off, guys. Um, we're touch and go now because we have a lot. We are bi- we don't know what the fuck we're doing, to be honest. Let, let's be honest with you guys. Um, we We're doing this because we're passionate about all these topics we always have on the show. But we want big. We want better. And it's happening. It's going a little slower than we thought it would but YouTube I believe is going to be the next step for us
0: I agree with that so we want to do you want to announce it now or do you want to say
1: No, to... Let, let's get it so we can get the hype going
0: Okay, well this is your your baby so I think you should you should drop the drop the bomb
1: So coming up in October the Mars cast here Milo and I we found a buddy of ours who's going to be the cameraman we are going on an actual ghost hunt to one of the most haunted places in Arizona you know it's been it's been on all of the big shows uh ghost hunters ghost adventures whatever the fuck you want to do this place we'll announce a place at a different time on a different episode but we just want you guys to know we have some equipment. we are going on a fucking ghost hunt
0: We are actually kind of just talked me into it, dude uh yes, yes, you just uh talked me into this, dude. I just kind of agreed to it without really thinking about like the long term uh psychological drama that's gonna happen to me. You know what, man? Fuck it. You know you've been down with me, uh, with fucking putting up with uh, all of the random production uh, for the show. So fuck it. Why not? Let's fucking go hunt some fucking ghosts. Uh, so we're doing the we're doing it legit, guys. We're doing like actual equipment, like we have actual shit to use to like do this properly, uh, and we are gonna be fucking terrified, and it's going to be um, produced, filmed. And uploaded onto our YouTube. So that'll be our first, um, you know, entrance into the YouTube world. Be on the lookout for that. We can't fucking wait. I'm personally fucking not excited about it. Uh, but that's why it's going to be fucking good. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um,
1: and, you know, this is just the start. Because when Mylan and I began this whole thing, yeah, we wanted to talk about all the video games, all the movies, all the fandom shit that we love. But at the same time, we wanted that paranormal twist that we've always been involved with. And whether it's ghosts, UFOs, anything like that, this is just the tip of the iceberg onto the YouTube channel. Because, man, there is a lot of shit that we live next to that needs explaining. And even if it's just us guys who don't know what the fuck we're doing out there the more people we have to focus on it and i don't mean just us i mean humanity it's going to be better for everybody
0: so to put it in a pretty bow and to wrap it up for you guys the mars cast is happy to announce we will be going outside and we will be going on an adventure on an adventure and we, so be ready we can't fucking wait to do it um that's a wrap episode 5 complete take it away Um,
1: I just want to say uh, thank you once again I hope everybody sticks around because this is just the beginning guys we have a lot of plans and we will fucking go through with these plans even if it fucking kills us because we want to bring to you the excitement that we feel and uh, throughout October we have a lot of fun shit to do, um, so check out all the links and whatnot. We're going to have a lot of fun with this month.
0: That's right. So thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you for following us. Thank you for putting up with our kind of spotty uh, update. You know, We want to make it more consistent, but if it takes a little bit more time to make sure we do it right, we're happy that you're going along with it and sticking with us. The Mars Cast is out. Thank you and have a good night.